to I'm Telling, where we have real stories from real students. Our podcast features students from South Mountain Community College Storytelling Institute, located in Phoenix, Arizona. These stories are recorded live in a classroom setting with just one take. Winston. Winston Perryman, you better hurry up and get out of here. You know Mr. Hines is coming to pick us up to take us to the airport so we can go on our cruise in about an hour. Now, you know I am still mad at you. I am mad at you because I had to pack all of your stuff because you were on the phone talking to some little girl. And I had to do all of the work for you. So that's why I'm mad at you. And the other reason I'm mad at you is because some of your friends have been blowing up my telephone. Now, I know you are handsome and you're smart, but you're only 15 years old. <laughs> and you ain't nobody's sugar daddy because you don't have any job. So you better come on down here. I have fixed your breakfast for you. <laughs> now, Winston... He's a pretty smart guy, and he knew not to respond to anything that I had just told him. So he came on down, put his bags down by the kitchen table. Hmm. I fixed the fa- your favorite foods this morning so we could get on this cruise. I made eggs, grits, bacon. Toast and OJ, so you better get on down here and you better eat because, you know, we don't have much time. So he sat down there and I looked, I looked at my son. Hmm. You are kind of handsome and you're growing up. But then I thought, son, you remind me of a story that Nelson Mandela told. Now, you know Nelson Mandela was in prison for 27 years because he was fighting apartheid in his country. Now, one of the reasons that he sustained himself was what? He told stories. He was a storyteller. He would tell stories to the other inmates, and some of the other inmates would tell him stories. That's how he sustained himself for all of those 27 years. Well, one day, Winnie, his wife, came in, and she said, I have a story to tell you. Now, they both could relate to it because she was raising their children without him. (sighs) One day, a long time ago, Winnie said, there was an old, old lady in the village. She had a handsome son who could do just about anything that you ask him to do. Now, she was, she was an old lady, and she was so worried about him leaving her and getting married that she didn't know what to say. So the two of them, they devised this plan, and I'm going to tell you about the plan. When these girls came by to see him, 
she would give them some food. Now, if they ate the food, she knew that they didn't want anything from her. They just wanted her to recommend that he marry them. That was a pretty good plan. Well, the first time the group came by of girls, can we talk to him today? He's not here. He's not here right at the moment. But I have some food. If you'd like to wait while you eat, that would be just fine. So she shooed them away. She knew they wasn't right. Now, the next day, another group of girls came. Can we see him today? No. He's down there at the church. He's cutting some, some trees down to build a church. So she shooed them away. Now, there was a third group of very slick girls, and they had listened to all of this, and they said, hmm, hmm, we're going to devise our own plan. So they came by his mother's hut. Mother, is he available for us to talk to today? Now, remember, this is the third group. Now, he's not here, but if you would like to eat some of this food, and wait for him, that would be really a good thing. No, mother, we're not hungry, but we'll come back tomorrow. And that's what they did. They came back the next day. Is he available for us to talk to and see? No, he's somewhere. I don't know where he is right now. But if you want some food, you can wait for him. No, mother, no thank you. We're not hungry. And the mother said, but, but you haven't eaten for two days. You look tired. You look hungry. Now, they knew that they had stashed some food and water out in that cave over there outside of the village. They really didn't need her food. But they said to her, well, we will lay down in your hut and get some sleep. And that's what they did. They laid down and they got a good night's sleep. But then the next day when they got up, they still wouldn't eat any of her food. And she was saying, son, son, I don't know why. I don't know why they won't eat my food. Well, the son said, mother, it looks like the girls are not going to eat any of your food while you're here. Oh, my Oh, my, do I need to leave here so that they can live? Mother, if that's what you think is best, that's what you need to do. So she gathered up her belongings. She blessed her son. And she went into the forest where she died. Now, Mr. Mandela used to say that he wished all of the students and the kids in South Africa could be exposed to storytelling. He wanted all of the children of the world to be exposed to storytelling because it was magic. 
and it was love. Winston, when you grow up, I want you to remember that you need to listen to me and to your elders because no one, no one can force you to do anything that you don't want to do unless you decide that you want to do it. <laughs> if you're interested in learning how to become a storyteller, please visit our website at southmountaincc.edu forward slash storytelling.